Hi there, and welcome to Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart. I'm excited to have you here with me. Who am I? Well, I'm a single mom, a producer, an entrepreneur, an author, a motivator, a speaker, a daughter, a sister, and a friend. But most of all, today, I'm your host, Letitia Johnson. Now, before we get started, I have a question for you. Have you ever experienced something that shook you to your core? Something that made you question your worth? Well, so have I. So let's talk about it. I want you to sit back, listen close, and join me as we prepare to discover, uncover, and even rediscover the beauty in who we are. Have you ever found yourself scrolling through social media and find that hours later you're wanting the life that someone appears to have? Whether it's relationship goals, monetary and success achievements, (laughs) a better body, you've gotten caught up in the comparison game which honestly can lead to disappointment and discouragement. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about how social media and the trap of comparison can lead to disappointment. The way that social media has changed the world we live in is astounding. It has infiltrated every aspect of daily living to the point it's unavoidable. Everything is now at our fingertips. From news to business to relationships and interacting with loved ones. Did you know that there are currently 4.59 billion social media users worldwide? Yeah, you heard me correctly. 4.59 billion social media users worldwide. So it's easy to look at someone else's life and think, wow, it's perfect. Or wow, I wish my life was like that. Let me tell you a little story. Early on, when I had gone through my divorce, I was looking at social media and all of the couples that were doing or seemingly thriving. And I got, I got discouraged, but I got so caught up in watching other people and wondering, wow, what did they do differently? What are they better at than I am? And even work-wise, I would see some people's careers thriving and I would question myself, wow, am I not enough? Am I not good enough? What else do I need to do? And then it also sent me into a spiral of trying to prove, but that's for another episode. Getting back to comparing and getting discouraged. There were so many different areas and I looked at my body and I was just like, man, I got to get this weight off. Now, yes, I wanted to be healthy. But there was also a part of me that thought, if I look like that IG model, maybe, just maybe, things will be different for me. But that's a fallacy. I am who I am, and there's a reason for that. God made me the way that he made me for a specific purpose. God made you the way he made you for a specific purpose. Trying to change and alter that 
is like saying, well, God, you didn't know what you were doing when you created me or when you gave me this. Now, granted, sometimes our choices can lead to discouragement. The things we choose and we know internally we should not have chosen. The people we've chosen to hang around, the places we've chosen to go. There are some things that we could have done differently, yes. But right now we're talking about comparison and discouragement. We've heard of countless stories, unfortunately, of people being cyberbullied or people being so discouraged because of the pressures of social media that they took their own lives. And it's honestly, it's pretty easy to question your value and your worth, wondering if you're enough based on the lies perpetuated through this medium. As I mentioned before, sometimes comparing your weight to someone else's, comparing your looks to someone else's, comparing your wealth, your accomplishments, your successes, your failures, your relationships, comparing them to those ever so perfect images can send you into an emotional downward spiral. It can create anxiety, fear. It can mess with your self-esteem, even disrupt your sleep patterns if you let it. Here you are trying your best to overcome, to enjoy life. You step back and say, hmm, my life is pretty good. You're trying to have a better day than yesterday. And then you come across something or someone that seems to be living their best life. It happened to me numerous times. I would see people doing things and highlighting their situations. And I would think, wow, if only. Even when I was in the hospital, I would see people doing these TikTok dances and running around and walking around and modeling. Meanwhile, I'm laid up in the bed praying for my legs to be able to move. Even as a mom, like I mentioned before, seeing these moms with their perfect style, flawless hair, everything in place, their homes are perfect. They're making these perfect crafts and parties and cakes and all these things. But not getting discouraged is easier said than done. You have to remember, social media is the edited version of a person's life. Not everyone is transparent and honest enough to show the downsides, the failures, their struggles. And that's what drew me to doing this podcast. I wanted to be one of the few that showed my scars, to talk to you about my healing journey, the highs and lows of the path that I'm on, so that you know it's okay it's okay not to seem perfect or be perfect. I make many mistakes and it's okay. I had to learn to get to a point to say, you know what? I'm amazing even in the midst of my mistakes. So whether it's on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, and all those other outlets, please remember no one is perfect, even if they portray it as such. Very few people will give you the truth, <laughs> the whole truth and nothing but and although we know this internally, somehow we still find a way to compete. When I started this podcast, I battled with so many thoughts, wondering if I would be good enough to be as successful. Seeing people with 1,000, 2,000, 5,000, 10,000 downloads, seeing them monetize their podcasts to no end. I was like, wow. And the thoughts began to swarm. Are you actually going to step out and compete with other podcasters? Those who have thousands of listeners and downloads? Who wants to hear your story? So, because of fear and discouragement, I held off for a while. And time was passing. I wanted to make it perfect, just like what I saw everybody else. But then I had to realize, there's beauty in my flaws. Someone can relate to my imperfection. So, I had to get up, brush myself off, remind myself not only am I enough, but this is a huge world. And the people I'm supposed to impact, 
will be impacted. The people you are supposed to impact will be impacted. So I had to take a leap of faith with or without support. The people who I am to reach need me. The people who you are to reach need you. And the thing is, your greatness may not look like my greatness. My greatness may not look like someone else's greatness, but it's great enough for me. It's great enough for you. So when you take that leap of faith, remember they need you. They need your style. They need your flair. They need your personality. They need your story. So don't stop and alter who you are and how you need to move in the earth. And I've been guilty of that. I was comparing myself to the next and wondering why it wasn't popping off like so-and-so or why I didn't have enough likes and comments as someone else. I got discouraged. Even on social media, for the longest time, I was discouraged about posting motivational quotes and things to encourage others. I even had a few friends, God bless their heart. You don't need to motivate everybody all the time. Post some pictures. That gets likes. Do more videos. That gets likes. But there are times where I just want to pour out of my heart. I know they encourage others. Heck, sometimes they encourage me and I post it for myself. And whoever needs to take it, take it. Now, as far as social media is concerned, there are a few ways not to get caught up in this fantasy world and get discouraged. Number one, set time limits on social media. Whether you tell yourself, okay, I'm only going to be on social media two hours a day, one hour in the morning and one hour at night, whatever you can do. That was just an example. Some of you, I can, I can just hear the sighs and the deep breaths of only two hours, (laughs) whatever works for you. There've been times for me where I've had to go off the grid, so to speak, and take a social media break because I was getting discouraged. I was like, dang, I got this to do, this to do, this to do, this to do, this to do. And it's not looking like them, 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 or them. And I know that's not proper English, but I started to get discouraged. So in the first few days of me taking that social media break, I had to battle FOMO. And for those of you who don't know what FOMO is, it's the fear of missing out. But then by the third day or so, I was fine. And by the time I looked up, I was off social media for a whole month. (laughs) Now that may be extreme for some of you. So do what you can. Number two, if you are starting to get overwhelmed, stop scrolling. Stop stalking your ex. Stop stalking and checking up on people who did you wrong. Stop it. It's not beneficial and it will only breed more discouragement. Number three, unfollow or block if necessary. If you don't want to block, unfollow them. Number four, don't scroll the first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. And can I say I was guilty of that first thing in the morning? Well, of course, after I had my prayer time and spent time with my son in the morning, I would look at social media. What's everybody doing today? And I get it because it increased during the pandemic because we were stuck inside and we wanted to know what was happening in the world, what's happening with people. But then it also took a turn and it was like, okay, they're making more money than me or They're living more of a lavish lifestyle than I am. Or they're doing this and doing that and I'm not. Or here's this perfect mom in this beautiful outfit and I'm here in sweats, cooking dinner. Whatever it is, don't scroll the first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. Because that's going to be on your mind for most of the day. You see a post that just bothers you. 
and you're rehearsing that thing over and over again, or you see a post before you go to bed and it just sits wrong with you. It doesn't sit right. And now you're thinking about it and you're up longer than you need to be. So don't scroll first thing in the morning or the last thing at night. Number five, turn off the notifications when you can. I had to do this so many times because it's like, okay, who said what? Who sent me a DM? Who sent a message? Who posted something? Who sent me a video? And it was taking away my focus. So as I mentioned earlier, being consumed by social media is one of the many ways that can create discouragement. Yes, there are a number of other ways, but in this episode, we're just focused on how social media can cause discouragement and impact certain decisions that we make. I know it did for me. If I can be honest, I recently had to encourage myself and push through. I had hoped for something and was so sure it was going to happen. It looked like it was going in the direction that I had wanted and I got so excited. Then boom, out of nowhere, that thing shifted into a completely different direction. Has that happened to you? You're looking forward to something and you're expecting something and you just can't wait. If we can be real, you can't wait to share the news with people. Tell them about it. Get excited about it. And then that sucker has the nerve to shift and turn out to be something different than what you expected. So now you're battling embarrassment. You're battling discouragement. You're like, dang, I don't even want to say nothing now. And you feel disappointed, which is an understatement. And in my mind, I had begun to imagine how great it would be. (laughs) Transparency. I even started to imagine how I would post about it and feel like I was amongst one of the celebrated ones. Then, after I picked myself back up, I had to take a step back and examine my motives. Did I want this because I genuinely desired to help others? Or was it to prove something and fill a void? See, discouragement is a sneaky little beast. If it's not monitored, it could send you in a downward spiral of anger, comparison, fear, bitterness, and sorrow. The funny thing is, however... Sometimes it turns out to be a blessing in disguise when what we hoped for didn't happen. In next week's episode, we're going to talk about the need to prove yourself, which sometimes is fueled by insecurities in which the proving, if it doesn't happen the way we want, we can get discouraged. It really hit home for me when I saw The Woman King with Viola Davis. Ooh, that was a good movie. But that's next week's episode. Right now, Let's get back to talking about discouragement and seven ways to overcome that feeling and that emotion. As always, there are more than seven ways to overcome this emotion, but today we're just going to cover seven. Number one, when you're feeling discouraged, think about and write down the good in your life. Meditate on all the wonderful things about your life. Your life may not be perfect, but there is still beauty in it. So search it out rediscover the beauty of who you are and the life that you're living. There is still something to be grateful for, no matter how small. Number two, don't focus on the anger or the disappointment because it fuels the discouragement. Number three, exercise. Go for a walk or engage in a hobby that makes you smile. Number four, remind yourself you did not fail. You may just need to reevaluate the situation. There may be a valuable and healthy lesson hidden inside. I had to remind myself through my divorce, I'm not a failure. It just didn't work out the way I thought it would. When I got sick, I'm not a failure. I just have to go through this process and come out even better than before. When I wasn't completely on my A game as a mom, 
I had to remind myself, Letitia, you're not a failure. You just need to make some adjustments. In my businesses, I had to remind myself, I'm not a failure. This is just part of the process. So remind yourself, you are not a failure. Matter of fact, say it with me. I am not a failure. I may just need to reevaluate the situation and look for the hidden lessons. Number five, don't compare yourself to others. Your journey is yours and yours alone. You aren't in competition with anyone. You are enough and your path does not need to look like anyone else's. So what if they got more likes? That may just be temporary. So what if they've got more clients than you? You don't know when the tables are going to turn. Number six, detach from a reward mindset and focus on the steps necessary to accomplish the given goal. What do you mean by that? Sometimes we're so focused on the reward that we overlook the steps necessary in the process. And number seven, reevaluate and change the concept of being happy. Let go of the ideology, I'll be happy if, or I'll be happy and satisfied when. Because if those moments that you're banking on has not happened yet, discouragement can set in. And if your discouragement gets so deep to the point it borderlines depression, please contact someone and get help. Thanks for joining us. Tune in next week as we continue our journey of discovery. But before we say goodbye for now, show some love for your new favorite podcast, Confessions of a Healed Broken Heart, and leave a review. I can't wait to chat with you. See you next week.